Are you a bride chilla or groom chilla? Spend 30 minutes with Bride Chilla podcast host Alicia and you will be. So let's get planning. This is the first time I've spoken today. Welcome to the show. Hear my morning voice, how deep it is. It'll warm up in two seconds. I'm getting up early to record this episode of the Bride Chilla podcast. I'm Alicia. I'm an early riser. Sometimes you got to get things done when you can. That is my whole ethos. And if it means getting up extra early to make sure you get this episode out so no one is disappointed, then I will do that. It is Q&A Thursday, the day that I answer your wedding planning questions. Make sure that we solve some problems, conundrums, issues if you are having them. And also, I think my favorite thing about Q&A Thursdays and I'm just doing it from a bride chiller and groom chiller perspective, is that you start to realize that everyone else is having the same sort of problems or feeling a little panicked or a bit annoyed with someone in their lives that you're like, oh my God, just give me a break. Give me a break. I couldn't even do it. Couldn't even get that high. You know, normally I get that high thing. I had a very funny experience this week and I hope she's listening. I've been going through tech hell with my email and, uh, oh, so annoying. Like, like seriously, oh, hear that. And I was like talking to them till 11 o'clock last night. When I say them, not just them, GoDaddy have been managing my email stuff. And I spoke to a lady called Nada and she said, uh, she was poking around. We were talking, she was trying to fix a problem waiting for a senior tech person to do something. And she's like, oh, you do a wedding podcast. That's so great because I'm going through hell right now. I can do that because I've got my morning voice. And I said, what's going on? She's like, oh, bridesmaids, dramas. It's really bad. No one's helping me. I've got 12 weeks and I cry every day. And I'm like, girlfriend, I got something I think you need. (laughs) So if you're listening now to welcome, I hope you feel uh, a part of our community already. And there are always solutions. There are always solutions. That's my big message in today's episode. Everyone acts a certain way. They freak out, but we can always find solutions to these problems. But just don't panic. Stop panicking. I'm here. Now, quickly, I must announce a very exciting thing. The winner of my 200th episode Super Bride Chiller Duper giveaway. Still not the real name of it, but it's gone now. So it's too late to rename it. It was basically, a, I was going to say, a fucking fabulous, but that's unnecessarily sweary this time of the morning. It was a, It is a fabulous competition where you can win a bunch of stuff by my favorite wedding rental suppliers. They are menguin.com. They do amazing suits. Don't buy a suit. Don't buy a suit if you don't need to buy a suit. Rent one. They're sexy. Vow to be chic. Does do beautiful beautiful bridesmaids uh, attire. They do lots of, uh, you know, flower girl, maid of honor, all that sort of stuff. Singles table are an excellent app where you can set your friends up at your wedding. It's a very cute idea and happily ever borrowed. You heard Brittany on the show and she uh, borrows, rents, shares, amazing, very, very expensive in some occasions, accessories like belts, Little slides for your hair, veils. I mean, when she said, can I just repeat it again? In that interview we did, she was sort of saying, why would you pay upwards of $500 or more? Like that's probably quite, I'm being quite lax with that, for a veil that you were never going to wear again and put in a cupboard. Why don't you just rent it and then you can send it back 
and never have to see it again. And you can keep that $500 in your pocket. Great. So I had lots and lots and lots of entries. And I did say this is a random draw. I don't want, it's all been done. I've got a lawyer next to me. <clears throat> and uh, no, I did do a random draw. I used a special, I had to download an app to make it happen. There's a random draw app. Is that not cool? There's something for everyone. Uh, the winner of this prize is, oh, as she bangs the microphone, very professional, terrible, Taylor Morris. Sorry, everyone's ears. Taylor Morris, you will be getting an email and uh, there will be some information being sent to you about how you can claim your prize. Thank you so much to everyone else who entered the competition. It is so exciting to see the support and also all of the lovely happy 200th episode messages from you all. I very much appreciate it. You made my day. Now, I've got to get to the business. It's Q&A Thursday. The first voicemail I want to share with you is from a bloke, a guy called Kyle. Now, I just want to give you a quick update. He might also tell you a bit more about it as well. But Kyle is engaged to the lovely Misty. Now, she wrote to me and said, I have a groomzilla on my hands. He will not let me do anything. I feel a little stressed and I just want to be part of the day a bit more. So she has convinced him to leave a voice message. So let's hear what groomzilla Kyle himself has to say. Hey, Alicia, this is Kyle calling. I'm Misty's fiance. I listened to your last episode where you talked about groom chillas. And when it got to the part about Misty calling in and saying that I was a groomzilla, I appreciate your response and telling her to come talk to me because I didn't realize that that was a scenario. And I really just wanted her and I to have the best day that we possibly could after all of this stressful planning. And I didn't realize exactly what I was doing was hurting your feelings so it was awesome that she had a person actually give her real advice and she was able to come talk to me and now moving forward I think we're gonna have a much better time planning the only reason I was acting that way is because sometimes I know Misty will change her mind several times and weddings are kind of the thing where you have to plan so far ahead that it has to be concrete and you can't change your mind three months down the road and go oh I didn't really actually want that so I was just looking at preventing that and making sure Misty had a wonderful day. Thanks Kyle for leaving that message and also I'm delighted that my advice was taken but also just delighted that you could have a conversation and figure your shit out because I think the part of the thing is sometimes and this is not an obvious this is probably I'm gonna say this is probably a little obvious but in any situation one person feels one way and one feels another and then there's assumptions made that you might get your feelings or get where you're coming from but unless you sometimes just say it quite openly and you know there here it is it can be a little bit uh, annoying from I suppose Kyle's perspective going oh mate I didn't know that you felt that way now I do we can figure this out but here's why I've been doing this so I'm glad that that suggestion for her to just say listen I'm a little bit concerned that I'm not getting my opportunity to shine here. And of course, I think I remember Kyle was an event manager or planner. So he's really into this. He's got this all sorted and he's probably seen a lot of things not work or people get stressed and panicked and he doesn't want to do that too. So congratulations, Kyle uh, and uh, lovely Misty. And I'm so happy that you're enjoying the show and also that you yeah, got something out of it. Thank you very much. 
If you have a groom chiller zilla that wants to leave me a message, I love hearing guys' voices on this show. I'm not saying that we don't get a lot of guys' stuff, but a lot of guys don't leave me messages. I want to hear the bloke's world. And, uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be a problem. Just ring up and say hello. I'm very happy to share, well, I don't know if she thinks I'm happy to share, but this next email, it came through. I was, we, we, we were sitting in an airport and it popped into my inbox and Rich and I talked a lot about this scenario and I didn't have a microphone with me at the time because that would have been very convenient to record our answers. This lovely email came from Mindy Green. Mindy says, hey Alicia, I live in Denver and I really enjoy listening to your cute little accent and wedding advice on the way to work every day. I especially love the episode about the guest list and you've become my inner wedding voice. So thank you. I think we need to get one of those, and this is going to make me sound like a fucking idiot, those what would Alicia do uh, bracelets. We can wear them all the time. And every time you're going to make a decision, maybe I'll get some made. What would a bride chiller do? What would Alicia do? But not to make me like, what would Jesus do? I'm not some sort of wedding deity. That's not what I'm trying to suggest. But it's like, I like the idea that people now go, what would she do? What would she say? Um, I digress. Mindy says, I'm writing to you because I need some help with the situation that just happened yesterday. My fiance and I chose a moderately expensive venue and decided this would be possible if we kept our guest list at around 120 people. I have a huge, I was going to do a big noise, but I'm trying to tone that down. Huge family, huge, most of whom live in New York and I rarely see them or talk to them fine. I decided to invite my dad's brothers and sisters, all eight of them, but not their kids, because this would lead to about 50-ish more people. Jesus, 50 more people. That's a lot. A cousin of mine sent me a Facebook message which read, hey cousin, my husband and I would love to attend your wedding in Colorado, but we need to know which venue you're having it and what city we should fly to so we can start planning. To which I responded, (laughs) sorry, can we just, so this cousin I just want to reiterate here, this cousin had not been invited to the wedding, yet she has sent her, hey girl, I just want to know what's going on with you. Where can I, where can we book some stuff? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. To which Mindy responded, oh, hi, nice to hear from you. We are keeping the wedding party small, so I'm not able to invite everyone from our gigantic family. I'm sorry, I've been stressed about it. To which the cousin responded, so Mindy did a lovely thing. She's like, okay, she didn't say you're not invited because that possibly could have been quite rude, but maybe this Biatch needed that. So Mindy responded, oh, don't, sorry, the cousin responded, oh, don't worry. <laughs> I have, this makes me giggle. Oh, don't worry. Most people won't be able to afford it anyway. So what's the date and venue? We'll be there. Fucking hell. What the hell is with people? Where do the manners come from? That's so freaking rude. Mindy says, what in the fresh hell am I supposed to do? She essentially invited herself and didn't take the hint that she wasn't exactly invited. I'd love for everyone to be there. It's just not possible. And then she's written, stressed, and it's not even the year of my wedding yet, Mindy. Okay, to which I jumped back. Like, this was just one of those things. Rich and I were just going, what, what, what? So she said, uh, I wrote back and just said, what's going on? We've just read, we've been sitting in an airport. We read your email. What is with people? And to she responds, don't worry. My cousin then offered to feel out 
in quotes, my other cousins and extended cousins to make sure they won't be too hurt. (laughs) Okay, Mindy. Sometimes there are times in life where you have to be forward. And when I say forward, I mean just say, listen, this is not going to happen. Now, you can do this politely, but I think this person, your cousin, seems to have a very blinkered view of what you're saying and what you're offering. And that is you are offering not for her to come to your wedding. And unfortunately, I think reading what you have said to me, I would get that. I would get that message. But some people don't hear what they don't want to hear. <laughs> now, bride chillers and groom chillers, I would love your responses if you have a different way to maybe you're dealing with this same problem. This is always good when you've had, a, say, a very a very feisty uh, relative or friend who just doesn't get the message that they're not invited. Now, Mindy, obviously the polite approach, the not – it wasn't even vague. I got – I read it and was like, oh, of course, they're not invited. But they don't get it. They're not – the message is not being received. You're putting it out there. They're not picking it up. So my suggestion now – is to probably go a little hard and to actually write an email just saying, look, I'm sorry you, I'm sorry that you got the impression that, and maybe don't be as harsh because you're not an asshole like me, but just to say, I'm really sorry, this is very difficult for me, but we are unable to invite you. Now, if you don't want to go through that thing, another two people, part of me goes, well, just fucking invite them and get it over with. That's not very Alicia. That's early morning Alicia feeling a little tired and haven't had a coffee yet, and perhaps I, you get feisty afternoon, Alicia, and I'd be like, fuck no, forget it. They're not coming to the wedding. She's invited herself. She's a bit of an asshole. Sorry, cousin. You can't come. So I think there's two things to go. How much How much shit do you want to stir? Do you just say, look, I'm so sorry. We, we have a really small venue, using air quotes, uh, so we won't be able to fit everyone in, and that includes you, girl, And actually, that's where I'm swaying because I also think, why should she get a seat when she's invited herself and she's been a little rude about saying, don't worry, I'll tell everyone else they're not invited. No, fuck off. No. No, you got to, I think you're just going to have to wear this one and be a bit mean. Be a bit mean girl, but be polite mean girl. Send an email and just say, look, I'm sorry. I think we must have got our wires crossed. I feel really bad, but I don't think we can put you on the list. Adios. Mindy feedback is welcome. I don't know if I've been too mean girl, but I do think she needs a bit of a a knock into place a little bit because I don't think I would ever send an email saying, well, I've picked my clothes. Um, I'm ready to go. Where do I book the flight? Where do I book it for? No, that just feels a little like she just assumes, of course, that she's going to be invited, but everyone else isn't. What queen is she? I don't know. Thank you, Mindy, for getting in touch. If you would like to send me an email or a voicemail, all you need to do is visit thebridechiller.com and follow the links to contact me. It's so simple to leave me a voice message too, can I just say. All you need to do is if you have an iPhone or a laptop that has some sort of microphone in it, is click the record button and it's going to record a message. And if you want to leave me a really long one, you can leave me two messages. There it is. Or email me a message. I am uh, on the hunt at the moment for new sponsors for this show. If you are a wedding vendor or you know a business that might be interested in sponsoring the Bride Chiller podcast, also, I would love for you to pass the details on uh, for them 
to get in touch because the big thing for me is finding sponsors that are good for you, that are people that you potentially want to purchase products from. And so I thought I'd put it out to you if you have suggestions, if you have dealt with a vendor that you were like, oh my God, they're so branchilla, then maybe I can get in touch and show them my wares. I love to throw it out to you because you're such a responsive group of people. And I want to make sure if I, when I get lots of sponsors for this, that you are listening to sponsorship announcements that are relevant to you. And I just don't want to advertise any shit, any old shit, basically. That's very important to me. It really is. I've been approached by companies that I'm like, actually, you know what? I don't believe in you or I don't like your product or I don't necessarily. I've looked up your customer service records and they're not great. I don't want to be presenting any of that because I want this to be business, this podcast. I want to make some money. I'm not going to be uh, shy about that to say I would like to have an income so I don't have to go to my nine to five every day, nine to five in TV, try nine to nine. But I do want to make sure that whatever I'm presenting to you is relevant. All right, here's a message. Here's a break. Hi, Alicia. This is Courtney from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I have been obsessed with your podcast for the last several months. Um, I'm getting married next May 2017, and I have a million questions and no one to ask them um, to. So my first question is you always say not to have obligation guests, but my problem is that my obligation guests are family members. I don't get along with my stepfather or his family, um, and the same goes for my stepmom and her family, and I also don't get along with my in-laws very well. Uh, they're all very negative people who are not very supportive of me or us as a couple, um, and I just don't know how to go about addressing that. I'm very worried that they're going to, uh, take away from my day. They've already made some comments about how that day is inconvenient for them and wanting me to cancel or reschedule it. Um, and a couple comments about how our marriage isn't going to work, which I don't really appreciate. Um, anyways, I don't really know what to do about that. Well, firstly, Courtney, I'm so glad that you've contacted me because I can help. On some level, I do feel disappointed that they are being jerks when it comes to giving their opinions and really, I think it's so unnecessary so often for people to open their mouths. That's what it really comes down to. It's very sad that they are being negative nearlies about your choices and your partner's choices when it comes to the wedding day. One thing I feel sometimes that you come across people in your lives that you are just not going to ever change. So I think when you are looking at these sort of situations about should I speak up and say you are actually really hurting my feelings and maybe that will solve this problem and it takes guts to say that to someone and maybe you've said it and maybe they just don't have any idea and they're like fine I will continue being an asshole but maybe it is a case of you being like quite raw and open and honest and going listen I am really struggling with this and the way that you speak with to me and the way that you are treating me is really hurtful because sometimes showing people when they're being harsh and mean and you're finding it frustrating sometimes showing people that you their actions are affecting you and this is a really obvious thing don't think I'm being revolutionary with any advice I'm giving today but just to be able to say I'm a real person bitches what are you doing I'm entering your family and you're treating me like shit now Maybe you've done that and maybe you're not in the mind to do that. 
The other way you can turn is just to go with their flow in being a prick and be a bit of a prick back and just not invite these people. And I'm not doing an eye for an eye here. I'm just saying if they aren't interested, if they're being jerks about, you know, their relationship with you, and I'm not saying don't invite your in-laws, that's probably too dramatic. But if there are people in that family that aren't working well, and if you don't have intend to have a relationship with them or they're being trouble, well, that's a statement when you don't invite someone. Of course, that's a dramatic move. And of course, this is possibly your partner's family as well. And that could put you in the shit with them. So I think the thing is you need to sit with your partner and say, listen, what are we doing? What are we having as a solution to this problem? Because I'm not enjoying this. And I feel really sad about the fact that um, your family and part of my family are making this an unpleasant experience. You're a team and you need to work together as a team and come up with a solution as a team because that's going to be the rest of your marriage. <laughs> it can be challenging when you're in a conflicting sort of situation and potentially there's other things going on under under the surface and that might be a a resentment of your happiness. It might be some other family issues connected to marriage and weddings. Maybe they, God, maybe they liked your partner's other partners better. I mean, this is the reality. I've been in that shit before where you're like, I can't be another person. What is you? What just because they shared, they liked a hobby that you liked, and I don't get fucked. So I do think you know, you need to sit down and go, listen, what are we doing? How do we make this better? Because I'm having a pretty shitty time and I don't necessarily want these people at my wedding, your family. So I, I that's my challenge for you this week. It's not easy. But also if you lay it all out there and just say, we need to find a solution to this problem. And also, as I said, if there are people that you you know, are not getting along with, you don't see a future getting along with, or like these are extended family, not saying just, as I said, the in-laws, then maybe you just say, we won't have them there because I don't want to see people on my wedding day that make me feel shit. And my next question is that I'm very worried that my wedding is essentially turning into a shit show with literally no consistency. So our first dance is actually um, the song Lava from Pixar's um, short before Inside Out. Um, I'm not a music person, so I thought it was fitting that we did that video instead. Um, So that's a Hawaiian song. Then for dinner, um, we might be having tacos. I really don't know. Dinner is kind of just hit and miss. I originally had wanted a breakfast for dinner. Um, My fiancé, Stephen, and I have had pancakes for breakfast every Sunday since we met. Um, It's a huge thing. And my mom basically said that's not going to happen. So I'm now having a pancake wedding cake, which I love. But I don't know what to do for dinner. So if I have pancakes for dinner or for my dessert and then I have... Um, pancakes and cookies, actually, because cookies are my favorite, and then do Mexican food for the dinner, and then we're having Costco hot dogs for a midnight snack because that was our first um, date dinner. My fiancé and I, we went to Costco and had hot dogs. Um, (laughs) Really romantic. Anyways, so I feel like I have so many things going on um, that don't really combine very well. Um, And then also with decorations, like... All the decorations, like the flowers are all being made out of books because I'm severely allergic to flowers. So 
with that, I feel like that's adding another element of a theme that doesn't match with the other three themes. So is that okay? Or am I looking like a crazy person hoarder at my own wedding? Um, yeah, I feel like I have more questions, but I'll just start with those. So thank you so much for everything. I think you're fantastic. Um, sorry, uh, Apple got mad at you for saying bullshit. I think that's kind of bullshit. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Happy days. Yeah, it was was a bit bullshit, I will say. If you don't know what I'm, uh, Courtney's referring to, it was when I was banned temporarily from iTunes, 190 episodes into my podcast because I'd used the word bullshit in my show description. I, I thought I'll update my show description and go, it's bullshit free wedding advice. They didn't like it. They're like, you're banned. And that took some doing to get me unbanned. Courtney, you know what? I listen to all of your wedding details and what stands out to me, and I know this is what other bride chillers and groom chillers are thinking, is that you have managed to add little but big parts of you as a couple into your wedding day that have real significance. This is not just you going to a wedding magazine or Pinterest board and going, I really like butterflies. They look pretty. But butterflies have no no disrespect to butterflies. They don't have any re- you know, relevance, real life relevance to you. And what you've managed to do is scoop out these sort of memories and these moments and these significant moments in your relationship, which is what the wedding's about, not about your shitty relatives, and make them yours. If you heard an episode recently with my lovely cousin Belinda, um, it was a Thursday episode and she talked about picking a theme and she ended up going, her and Luke ended up going for pineapples because they're getting married in Hawaii and pineapples are, you know, she said cheap and easy to sex up, put in the middle of the table, they're cute, they're kitsch, and they go with the area. She sort of said the idea came because they didn't want heaps of flowers, they weren't going to spend a lot of money, but also it's a nice little tropical vibe, and the pineapple has huge significance for the uh, islands of, of Hawaii. So this is really nice, but it's not something that they've focused a lot on, and they're going to be adding little personal touches throughout the service and the day. So I think in looking at your wedding as well, you've done that. You found little moments that are absolutely you. I love that you're making flowers out of books. That's fabulous. I was going to say you just serve pancakes for every fucking meal on the whole wedding. I mean, I would eat pancakes 24-7 if someone put them in front of me. Savory pancakes, sweet pancakes, back to savory, more sweet. You got that cake. But, you know, that might be overkill. I think the taco idea, you know, you can do a lot with Mexican food, classy Mexican food, and that's also an option. you got your fajitas. It looks a little bit like a pancake. Just saying. I don't think you should feel pressure to have any sort of massive theme that goes throughout the whole wedding if you don't want to. Maybe the theme should just be you guys. Maybe there are more things that you can mine into the history of your relationship. And what would be fun is to have some little cards or some way to communicate to your guests why the hot dogs are significant to you, why the pancakes. I mean, the fact that you've eaten them, eaten them every Sunday, that's lovely. And maybe your people don't know that. So I think it's finding an opportunity to communicate why these little details are you. And maybe that's the theme, that we give a card every time one of these things comes out, one of these uh, you know, details are presented to your guests in whatever way that they're also presented with this information as to why so they can learn about your relationship. To me, I would find that really personal and fun 
and wondering what the next thing is. So maybe you could cram a couple of more of your personal details into the day and use them that way. That is my idea for you, Courtney. I appreciate very much you listening and getting in touch. I'm so sorry that your family are being pricks. It's the only way to say it. Be strong, be out there and make a decision that works for you. I just want to reiterate, I'm not suggesting you create World War Three within your families, but if they're not making you feel good, I don't think they're people that you need to be spending very much time with on your wedding day. And maybe that's the thing. You just invite them and you just, you know, if they're um, key players, I'm not saying second cousins, but if they're key players in your family that you cannot not invite, if they're a part of the crew, then just make sure you sit them away from you and you don't have much to do with them. I'm being a bit light on with my obligation guest advice this morning, but I am going to get myself a cup of coffee and start my day. Thank you so much for your support. Remember, there are lots, remember, this is like an announcement, there are a couple of, you know, I'm really getting into the idea of doing some more competitions. So I've got some more competitions coming very, very soon. I'd love it if you could follow my Facebook page. I'm doing lots of Bride Chiller live broadcasts and that is where I'm jumping on and answering Q&A questions and doing video chat with you guys. So if you wanted to see my face and if you wanted to talk back or if you have a a suggestion for a topic that you'd like me to cover on my Bride Chiller Live Facebook Live videos, get in touch, leave me a message. But I would love this week, homework is to click on and like the Bride Chiller podcast page, which is facebook.com slash Bride Chiller podcast. So simple, your nana could do it. Thank you so much for your support. Buy a t-shirt, donate, have a good week. And until Monday's episode, happy days.